Welcome to the Daily Sports Show Redo. I am your host, Tyler James. Here at the Redo, I've spent my time watching and listening to all the talking heads give their inflated takes on popular topics. Then I pick a few of those topics that I find good, bad, or just plain weird, and give them a redo by giving my take without the yelling, pandering, or trying to create a new hot take. Let's get into it. And we're talking quarterbacks, multiple quarterbacks here. A lot of controversy, some narratives. And we're going to start with, of course, a quarterback who's not in the playoffs anymore, Dak Prescott. Uh, Obviously, the game against the Packers didn't go well. A lot of of heat for the way he played, especially in that first half. That's when the game really kind of, when it got out of hand and it was really... Is he ended with some decent numbers, but they were empty, really. It was 400 yards passing, three touchdowns, two interceptions. One of those was the pick six at the end of the second half, our first half. So I realized, like, those stats mean nothing. You had a bad game. And he's gotten a lot of backlash from the fans because everyone – because fans are terrible, terrible people. You know, ask Tyler Bass all the death threats and stuff he got. It's like, geez, insane. But Dak, yeah, he um, he also it wasn't just fans that were being negative towards Dak. It was a uh, CD Lamb's mother apparently, you know, had the Facebook comments going. <clears throat> Micah Parsons' brother was, you know, going on his rant about it. So it's just like multiple members of the, the Dallas Cowboy family were chiming in too, and you know, you got uh, you got the more dramatic. Uh, talking heads on the media shows, being about it, like how are they, the Cowboys need to move off Dak and this and that. Even though it's a contract, you're so he's gonna realistically he's gonna reset the market. You know, probably 300 million people are saying for five years, which you know in three years there's gonna be a guy making 350 or 350 million. So it's the price is always gonna go up, <clears throat> but it's the whole. The uh, Dak needs to go. Cowboys need to find a new quarterback. While, yes, they the Cowboys should be maybe taking the being taking it more serious when saying, "Hey, let's look at quarterbacks to draft. Let's see who's out there in free agency or is worth trading." Sure, but at the same time, what you got with Dak is good. Like he's a second team All Pro this year, one of his best years, MVP candidate for. A, good chunk of while I mean dude's a top 10 quarterback that's you know he's been on the he's with him as the quarterback the offense has been you know number one you know the past five years him and Kellen Moore their offense was you know top three top two so I mean he's done well it's like okay his knock is I think the whole knock on the entire Dallas franchise you know this century is that they haven't made you know, the NFC Championship game. They haven't won an NFC Championship game. They've won a Super Bowl, been to Super Bowl. Got it. But you know what? Like a kind of a crazy stat that I was throwing out of this sh- in, the, <coughs> in one of the morning shows was that since Dak's been in the league, there's only been five quarterbacks who have won a Super Bowl. You know, since Dak's been in the league, only five quarterbacks. You know, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, you know, Patrick Mahomes still going. He's an all-time great already. Tom Brady, retired. Stafford, generational talent, really good. You know, he 
spent his majority of his career in Detroit before going to the Rams and winning with them. You had Nick <clears throat> Nick Foles, who's a you know that was just a wild run in 2018, I believe it was, with the Eagles, where Carson Wentz got hurt, that he came in for the playoffs and had that run and beat Brady in Super Bowl, legendary. And you know it's just it's crazy that uh, it's like who else in that time has not won a Super Bowl? Josh Allen, people love him. Joe Burrow, people love him. He hasn't won a Super Bowl. Went to one, lost, but now he's also kind of uh, injury prone. So it's he's going to be getting paid a lot. But it's like ah, injury prone guy who hasn't won an MVP yet, <clears throat> hasn't done this or that, hasn't finished you know majority of the seasons. Lamar Jackson hasn't won a Super Bowl yet. Still in it though. Very well likely will win it this year. And he's going to be getting a second MVP here soon. <clears throat> so it's like all these quarterbacks that you we hold in such high regard also haven't won a Super Bowl. Some haven't even been to a Super Bowl. Some haven't won haven't been to a championship game. Got it. So we're Taking all that and putting it against Dak and saying, Dak, Dak's got to go. We can't pay Dak when we're going to pay everyone else who's done similar, if not slightly better, with uh, you know their playoff success, which doesn't equate to a Super Bowl. So is it success? Sure. Maybe not. And it's just, uh, you know, just kind of like the who, if you want to replace Dak, I'm all about listening. Like, hey, what's the plan to do it? But people will just uh, they're throwing out Trey Lance. Like, you know, you got to deal Dak somewhere or whatever, get whatever you can back, and you let Trey Lance figure it out. It's like, it's like all intents and purposes, Trey Lance is a fourth-string quarterback. I mean, you look at his time in San Francisco. Drafted so high, they, they spent so much capital to get him, you know, draft capital, and they lucked out that they got Brock Purdy in the very last pick a couple drafts later. But, you know... They spent so much to get him. Turns out, doesn't look like he can play in the NFL. No shame in that. But he was behind Garoppolo. He was behind Brock Purdy. You know, they grabbed rid of Garoppolo, but then they brought Sam Donald in. And then he was the third string behind Darnold. So essentially, you know, if Garoppolo was there, he'd be the fourth string quarterback. But you want to risk the franchise's future on a guy that's on a guy who was you know, drafted so high, then deal to us for, I think it was like a fourth or a fifth round pick. They basically just tossed him away. Like, and it's from the 49ers who are pretty good at making average quarterbacks look like MVPs. You know, look at what the success Garoppolo had. Look at the success Brock Purdy's having in Graham Knott. It was Brock Purdy's second year. So, <clears throat> George still on like what his ceiling can be, but... I mean, it's just insane that some people are actually calling that as like a real option just to get rid of Dak and let this guy who hasn't had success at all and didn't play much college football either. Like, we don't really even know if he could have played college football that well. But, I mean, that's the that's the notion people are throwing around. And it's just uh, it's kind of gross. I mean, if anything, you know, if people are saying, let's see what Cooper Rush can do. It's like, oh. Maybe at least he's got a winning record as a starter, you know, and we saw some good things there and knows the offense and has proven he can play, really proven he can win. I don't know how much that translates if he's a full-time starter, but yeah, at least that would make more sense than 
throwing Trey Lance in there. Uh, it's, a, it's a fickle fan base. We all know that. And uh, then we got Josh Allen. Topic for him was, uh, is he overrated? Appropriately rated? Un, you know, what's what's kind of his, what's realistic about Josh Allen? And uh, the, the point that was made was that he's, that I really liked was, he's not overrated. He's a very talented quarterback. You know, 6'6", six, six, I think they said like 250, maybe more. Has probably the strongest arm in the game. Also very fast. You know, he's, you know, for all the hits he takes, he's healthy. I mean, you can knock Lamar Jackson. You can knock Joe Burrow. <coughs> Two guys, you know, you can, we consider elite. But they're more fragile. But, you know, Josh Allen's been every game he's there. Granted, you know, you, there are some other questions, but he's not overrated. He's appropriately rated, but he's more so overhyped was the word that was used. And I think that really makes sense because we look at a we're like you come into every season, at least for like the past couple of years, since you really kind of came on the scene and had that, you know, big breakout season. It's a crazy stats that he has. And it's uh, every year, beginning of the year, I've said it before, you know, he's always the MVP favorite. Bills are always, you know, top three and Super Bowl favorites because of Josh Allen. But I mean, realistic, if you look at a guy, he's got, you know, no awards tied to him. You know, it's just like they there's the, those memes they do every now and then, like the famous one that I see every now and then is uh, Damian Lewis from the NBA. It says like, you know, it's the rookie year plus now. And it's like zero awards all the way down the board, down the uh, down the list. And it says like in the rookie picture, no beard. And it's like current pictures, like beard. It's like in, in however many years, all you did was grow a beard. That's the same thing they have with Josh Allen. That's all recently was. No awards, you know, but he's got a beard now. <clears throat> but it doesn't mean he's not. It's kind of like the same thing with Dak. It's like, hey, this guy's a very, more, more so Josh Allen, he's a very good quarterback. He just hasn't gotten over the hump of Patrick Mahomes, which is, there's no shame in that. I mean, what's, no one's upset that they lose a Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, especially, you know, in AFC Championship game at home in uh, Kansas City. It's like no one can fault you for that it's not like the Cowboys went out there and lost to the seventh seed with the basically a rookie quarterback and just Jordan Love like there's no shame in losing to Patrick Mahomes there's no shame in losing to Joe Burrow when he's healthy and just crushing it so it's he's more overhyped than overrated you know he's very talented quarterback you know for the next probably next five years you know they're still going to be a playoff team Probably going to have, you know, their division. We'll see. Uh, there's a close race this year, but it'll be, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they win it again and again and again. But, I mean, yeah, Josh Allen, overrated, no. Overhyped, yes. Now for a quarterback who's actually still in the playoffs, Jared Goff. Kind of kind of boring, you know, that's uh, – the topic was, you know, is he underrated, you know? And it's like, no, he's he's correctly rated. Like, it's just uh, he's a good quarterback, good little franchise guy, but there's no real – you're not you're not afraid to play him, I guess, it seems like, because it's a uh, – you know, Josh Allen comes to town, 
Patrick Mahomes, I'm saying, Lamar Jackson, they come to town. It's like, oof, it's rough. But then it's like, oh, you got Jared Goff. Like, ah, that's all right. <clears throat> and that's, you know, how it's been. You know, he's obviously number one overall pick years ago. He took the Rams to a Super Bowl. But, you know, they scored three points, lost to Brady, whatever. Then he got dealed to the Lions. And, you know, it's that's part of the why he's maybe not held in such high regards because that team, you know, that team was Super Bowl ready. You know, they they proved it by, you know, they, they switched quarterbacks and then they went immediately won a Super Bowl. So that's obviously the team was just a quarterback away and they got it. And now it's just uh, you see the he's he's very he's talented. He's very talented. But you can see kind of the flaws that other elite uh, people that we consider elite don't have. You know, it's the when he plays in the outside games and the it's a little bit of you know, not great weather problems happen. You know, the weather affects him more, it seems like, and he just kinda has more panic in him if things aren't going right, if they're Green can say with about Eddie Quarterback, if there's not if there's pressure on him, he kinda definitely has his performances less, but then again, you know, it's that's part of he's not as athletic as the other quarterbacks. When they get pressure, like Mahomes, when he gets pressure on him, he gets out of the pocket, runs when he needs to. Same with Lamar. So they don't look as so stats don't look as bad for them when under pressure. <clears throat> but I mean, hey, he's in the NFC Championship game. You know, I think it's going to be a rough one for him with that uh, 49ers defense and they're playing outside. See how the weather holds up. But yeah, I mean, he's a. Uh, He's pretty much what you think of Jared Goff is probably what everyone thinks of Jared Goff. So correctly, correctly rated. Moving on to the the two time, well, soon to be two time MVP, Lamar Jackson. And so they were talking about how about his legacy and really what you know this playoff run means if it means anything. Because I mean, it's if you look realistically. He's going to get two MVPs, and that's enough to get you in the Hall of Fame. Like, it is. Like, he could get the second MVP and retire, and he'll go in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Weirdly enough, though, no uh, player with two MVPs has never not – has not won a Super Bowl. So, he'd be the first if he, you know, did retire, did not have a Super Bowl. And and they're talking about his legacy so far and stuff. Their resume – they ask kind of, oh, has he proven anything with his playoff wins? And it's kind of like, I mean, because he already has before this year. He's won a playoff game before. So it's he's done it, obviously. Didn't have a great game, but this last one against the Texans, grants the Texans. So, and that was more so just the defense, just absolutely shutting Texans down. And Lamar, yeah, obviously didn't look good in the first half. He didn't look bad. He was just kind of, oh, but they ended up, you know, with the – Pretty stat line of four touchdowns, two passing, two rushing. So it it's not like a pretty much what I agree with is the this next one is going to be the real kind of legacy establisher or like the real kind of like stepping stone for him to kind of project him farther into that. What's he, you know, trying to be? So he's already, so he's already proven that he can play well in the playoffs. That's no one actually thought it because it's uh, that notion of, oh, this guy can't perform in the big games is like, or it's not even, it's a playoff game, you know, against, uh, I think they were the fourth seed. So it's not a, 
huge game winning. And for the most part, these guys have been playing at a high level, winning, you know, state championships, winning this, and, you know, and people go, oh, state championships. Well, you know, for a 16 year old, 17 year old kid, you know, playing in front of, you know, 5,000 people when you're the star and you got all, you know, your friends in the audience, you got your family there, you got the cute girls watching you, you know, that could feel as like enough pressure as like, you know, when you go to the Super Bowl. Pressure's pressure. It doesn't matter if it's for a 16-year-old or a 25-year-old in Super Bowl. You know, whatever shakes someone to the core, it doesn't, it's all different for different people. So, yes, a state championship game can be very dramatic for a quarterback. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, well, this, like I said, this, this weekend's going to be the real legacy prover right here. But uh, even really, though, it's kind of – like, what is Lamar Jackson supposed to be, and who are we comparing him to? Because, you know, like if you look at example of Patrick Mahomes, we're comparing him to Brady. He's chasing Brady because he's, he's already got two MVPs, two Super Bowls with the Super Bowl MVPs. You know, no one else is even close to that right now that's in the league. So, I mean, even if Lamar Jackson, he gets his two MVPs, and if he wins the Super Bowl this year, it's kind of like, okay, now he's, he's still got a – win another Super Bowl to catch Mahomes, who, you know, if Mahomes wins this year, he has three Super Bowls, it's like it's, it's pretty much done. It would be incredible for Lamar Jackson to do what uh, Mahomes is doing. But it's like, what are we expecting Lamar to, to be? You know, you look at someone like, you know, Aaron Rodgers, the one Super Bowl appearance, the one win, but he's got four NFL MVPs. And a lot of people, you know, they'll say he's probably the most talented quarterback they've ever seen as far as throwing the ball goes. But it just never was able to get multiple Super Bowls. But obviously for MVPs, you know, that's great individual achievement that really solidifies his greatness. <clears throat> so it's just a matter of what are our expectations of like for Lamar? He's a great quarterback. You know, if he stays healthy, he's going to, you know, he might win more MVPs. He's going to be back in the playoffs. He's going to be back in the AFC championship game. You know, it's just like said about the AFC. It's just so stacked with good quarterbacks. And, you know, it's just, it's a gauntlet every year. So, like, and it's, if you think about how, like, Jordan, like, you know, the Patrick Mahomes, Michael Jordan comparison. You know, a lot of players in Jordan's era don't have rings because of Jordan. Same with LeBron when he was in, on the East, on the Eastern Conference. You know, a lot of those teams were really good, some really good players on those teams, but you had to go through LeBron. They just never could. So that's the problem with the AFC. You got people like, you got multiple, you know, Jordans, multiple LeBrons. So it's, and only one can go. <clears throat> it's tough. It's tough. But, you, you know, Lamar Jackson, he's, Proven he can win. Proven he's uh, already a Hall of Famer, Hall of Fame talent. We'll see Sunday if he's able to really kind of drive home that I'm the like, I'm the best quarterback in the league. Is he the best quarterback in the league right now? No, you got to still say it's Patrick Mahomes, regardless of the MVP votes. Because, you know, Mahomes is still under 30 years old with two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs, and two regular season MVPs. Like, he's the best quarterback in the league. doesn't matter what Lamar Jackson really does this year besides knocking Mahomes out of the playoffs and winning a Super Bowl, that would, okay, going to the next season, you can make that argument that he's the best quarterback in the league. All right, I'm going to take a short break and I'll get back to you.
We are back and we are talking coaching situations across the league. We're focusing on the Titans because they have hired, you know, former, now former Bengals offensive coordinator, Brian Callahan, which is, you know, it's no one really kind of, everyone seemed really kind of surprised by this and kind of was a head scratcher because you got all the big names out there. And then, you know, they fired Vrabel, which was the, another head scratching move because he's done a great job there and seemed to be well liked, but they got rid of him. But now they got the offensive coordinator in there, Brian Callahan. And it's strange. He's like one of the things that, you know, they, the Bengals head coach is Zach Taylor, who, you know, from everyone's, from what I thought, it seemed like everyone else thought that too, was that we thought he was the one or we thought he was the one calling plays. And that seems to be true still. Like I haven't seen anything counter to that. So it's just uh, why this has kind of become a little bit of a story is because they look at uh, the Chiefs' former offensive coordinator, Penny. Penny, he's over there in uh, the Washington Commanders now, you know, as their offensive coordinator, not their head coach. So that was the kind of the big story last year was this guy's leaving the Chiefs to go. Uh, be the offensive coordinator for another t- for a lesser team to kind of prove that he can coach, which is kind of insane, you know, because they, they won so many Super Bowls. You know, he's the offensive coordinator, so he obviously has input, but everyone gives the credit to Andy Reid, rightfully so, maybe, maybe not. you got to give the offensive coordinator some love too. But, yeah, he didn't get a head coaching job. And, of course, you know, this, uh, the low-hanging fruit for like a topic like this is, you know, race. Because Callahan's white, and he's—it's literally you'd say the same situation, just maybe not as appealing because Titans aren't coming off two Super Bowls, MVPs, whatever for the quarterback, <clears throat> or for the Bengals. I mean, sorry, because a uh, offensive coordinator—he's not you no know, Joe. He's got Joe Burrow there, but Zach Taylor's calling the plays, and they went to a Super Bowl but didn't win it. And this year was kind of not bad with their, you know. Jake Browning did pretty good, so maybe you can make some moves there. But you know, it's just it—it's the low-hanging fruit of the okay. The black guy couldn't get the head coaching job, even though he supposedly wasn't calling plays for the for the team. Then you got Brian Callahan over here, like, oh, he gets a head coaching job, and he wasn't calling the plays. So it's just that's the low-hanging fruit that you know you look at and kind of go, eh, but then you dig a little deeper, and it seems the. Titans front office wanted a head coach who would collaborate more with them. You know, I, I guess Vrabel, that was kind of the the reason he was on the outs is because he didn't, you know, it was just a disagreement of what to do with the franchise and players and all that. So they got rid of him because he was a bit too argumentative, it seemed, which is, uh, you know, that's, that's fine. If that's the route you want to go as a franchise, you want a head coach who's going to let you have more input in the front office, which is like, all right, that's, that's what they want to do. And that seems to be the case here. So it's just one of those kind of goofy situations with all the coaching talent out there. You settle for this guy who would, I mean, maybe got the job simply because they're going to be able to, the front office wants more say over the team and its operations. Got it. Now, I don't it actually, you know, they from losing Brayball to going to the, the Callahan. You really think the team got worse over, already just because they lost what was considered, you know, a really good head coach. 
now you're the guy you don't you don't know anything you don't you've never been a head coach so you don't really know how it's going to pan out you know of course you gotta get in the bend you know it's 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 done it's already been done so you kind of just you know hope for the best you know hey hopefully he does well hopefully he becomes the best head coach of all time as you know some people are saying but uh it's one of those moves where you're just uh, unnecessary seems like unnecessary kind of commentary around it if you will that's all i got for you guys today thanks for joining me thanks for listening to the daily sports show redo feel free to reach out to me on social media i'll see you next time